So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, welcome to the podcast. So excited having a longtime friend, Mr. Philly in the house, Tom Tool. Check this out, 20 years in the business. He's only 28 years old. I'm not sure how he pulled that off. <laughs> but here's the deal. We're gonna talk about how to get listings at scale today. Like that is the focus. So Tom, for the people that don't know you, that haven't seen you either on stage in an event, watched, you know, I mean, we've done a lot of stuff together. Um, how Have we known each other for like, 11 years now? I've been working with you 11 years, yeah. Right? That's, Pretty uh, wild. I was going through my mind this morning. So you you were like 27? 20? 20, you're being kind, 28. But, okay, tw uh, yeah. but tw okay, but 28 years old. So for all my for all my vet, vet, vet friends, he's you know 20 years in the business. But like, like, give him the origin story. Like, let's go back to like when we first met. And then we're going to get into like, this guy is masterful at all things. Prospecting, marketing, nurturing, converting, winning listings. Five listings already this week and he wasn't even involved in it, but we'll get to that later. Give him a little backstory. Sure, so you know, similar to you, my dad is in the business, right? Mm -hmm. And so I got licensed when I was still in college, yeah. and I was a, a finance and accounting major, and I was like, well, this sucks. I don't wanna do journal entries the rest of my life. Right. right. I sold like three houses when I was home in the summer, and I'm yeah. like, wow, these checks are awesome. Yeah. And yeah. then that's where it all kind of started. And you know, then I met you 10 years later. I yep. you know, sold full-time right when I got out of college, and. I really saw a plateau in my business. And mm -hmm. I was like, man, I, I gotta do something here. Like this isn't working for me. Yeah. And signed up, I watched one of your videos online, signed yeah. up for coaching. Yeah. And then that was 11 years ago. And it's been like J curve since. Well, so give people, uh, give people context. So last year, 355 transactions. Yeah, we did 355 sales. Um, when I signed up working with you, I was doing like 35 deals a year. Which I wanna be very clear for the people that are listening right now, whether you're listening or watching, 35 transactions a year is a lot. When you look at the average of real estate professionals, and even if you take the America's Best List or the mm -hmm. Wall Street Journal, I mean, 35 transactions is no joke. So what do you mean you plateaued at 35? Well, I, I couldn't get over the hump though, right? So it was like 32, 35, then like, it was kind of like that up and down sort of thing without uh -huh. a consistent growth trajectory. Yep. And it, I just, I wasn't, you know, there's no training in real estate, right? Like you yeah. join a brokerage and I'm grateful to have my, my dad, right? He yes. was a good mentor, but yes. he did new construction. I don't do that. We're yeah. a resale business. so. Yeah. It was like, what's the playbook? How do you get bigger? How do you right. grow? And how do you improve your quality of life as well? Which we all know realtors tend to have pretty crappy qualities of life in a lot of cases because right. the business can eat you alive. Yeah. And so that's what I kind of saw happening. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't, couldn't get that breakthrough I was looking for. And then I think it was like two or three years after working with you, we doubled to like 80 transactions. Mm -hmm. And that was a big deal. And it was me and one assistant. Right. And I like just had my son and he's our oldest. That was, that was about eight, nine years ago. Mm -hmm. And then it's been, like it's funny, once you had that one breakthrough, like yeah. you'll continue to have breakthroughs, but you always remember that first one where it's like, right. whoa, what just happened? And that, that is, that's a moment in time I'm never gonna forget. And we just have to like train our people now and tell them what I went through so I can get them there quicker. Yeah. They don't make the same mistakes that I did. So un unpack, if you will, like some of the mechanics of that. So if somebody's listening right now and they're at like 18 or 19, like let's be clear for all my friends that are listening, it's the, it, I call it the trifurcation, in this case, the bifurcation, right? So trifurcation is 40% of the people haven't sold a house in the most remarkable yeah. real estate economy on the planet. But, but Tom, like so many of my friends out here watching, you fall into one of two camps. You're really successful, but you're stuck. 
mm-hmm. right? 32, 35, 32, 35, time, resources. You know, there's just not enough time in the day. That's usually the biggest issue, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Or you're scaling, right? Stuck or scaling. Both are wildly successful. You've been in both places. Let's unpack, though, that year of the breakthrough. What was it that you did mechanically that allowed you to make that jump? Well, uh, realtors tend to... You know, they, they get business coming in yeah. and they stop looking for business. Yeah. And I made this decision, which we're still like, I'm actually getting out of it now because our business is changing. But this yeah. has been my life for since that time, which is mm-hmm. I'm going in and looking for business every day yeah. on the phones, yeah. using it as a weapon and, you know, using all the follow up scripts that are there, mm-hmm. understanding dialogues, yeah. knowing the right questions to ask. And yeah. I made an appointment with myself every day from nine to 11 mm-hmm. and I was on the phone looking for business and specifically looking for listings, right? right. And we, we're gonna talk about this obviously today. Buyers are great. Mm-hmm. You don't get the same leverage that you get with a listing. No. You can, you know, our, our, our goal and one of the things I got from my very first coach mm-hmm. was turn into three more transactions. Like right. where are you gonna get the next listing? Can you mm-hmm. get a buyer from it? How do, mm-hmm. you, how do you leverage that? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, things start coming in. So it's that looking for listings because that's the leverage point. That's what people want. They, yeah. they don't like they don't really care about realtors. They want to find a house and right. they come to the people who has the most houses listed. So right. that was the big change. Like that that was strategically when that happened and then we brought on team members. I stopped working with buyers mm-hmm. and then everything kind of kind of took off from there. But yeah. it was that discipline of looking for listings every day. Yeah. So so when somebody hears that like you know, again, like we have such a, such, and I love you all, very, a very diverse set of listeners. We got, there's someone right now that's 16 years old listening to this and saying, you know, oh my God, like I want to be Tom Tool at like 28. Like imagine selling, you know, like that many homes, right? And then I've got someone listening right now that's like 68 and been crushing it for like two decades. And when they hear you say nine to 11, they think cold calling. Well, it, it, it's, you know, you like, can say you know it's mean? cold like, calling, I know, but, that, it's, that's but it's all not, their, their mindset. Right? It's, yeah prospecting right? right like i mean it's finding it's finding listings finding business call yeah. what you want i mean it whatever it is like then you you get that listing and then if you have systems in place to leverage them yeah then things start to come in and no matter what happens and this is any business when you start making the calls and shaking the tree mm-hmm. like things will come out of nowhere right that you had nothing to do with but right. it's the universe saying good job keep going and yes. I, there's no science behind it there's no data yeah but it happens all but the time everybody that does it knows it, it, but there's case study after case study yeah. where that happens yeah. and people yeah. people can say it so yeah. i think it's, it's that constant hey i'm looking for business i'm not waiting for things to happen mm-hmm. you're being proactive not reactive like yep. that's a big thing with mindset in this business and that's what a lot of people don't want to do what's so interesting is like if if my client maxine gallons who's you know you've known forever yes, rich yeah. 82 years old by the way just got named number six in the world for berkshire hathaway her and her daughter right 82 years old, had a monster year last year. She would listen to Tom and say, well, yeah, that's what, I mean, that's what I started doing like, you know, 22 years ago. Mm -hmm. And she'll say, I never did as much as my coach, you know, Tom Ferry asked me to do. But the one thing I did is I was hunting for listings every single day, every single day. And she started with me in her early Mm sixties. Now she's 82 and she's still doing it. And so why do you think like, let's just talk, forget, and God bless you if you're in that camp, like the, forget the one third that hasn't done a deal, right? Yeah, yeah. The stuck group, um, why do you think that they resist that or do they resist it or is it just, they just don't have any time? Like they're, like they're gonna say, I just don't have any time. I'm so busy. I'm not busting their chops. I get it because I hear it all the time. Help that person move through that. What, what are the baby steps that they can do to get more control of their time and get more focused on attracting listings? So, you said this before, if it's not in your calendar, it doesn't, it doesn't exist, exist, right? Yes. We're putting that on the wall at our office. Like that's yeah. how important this is because yeah. literally things will just come in and they're like, oh, I got to go to an inspection. I got to show this appointment. I got to do this. Yep. And 
if you don't make that appointment with yourself, if you don't mm-hmm. say yes to yourself, right? Yes. That's what you're doing. Yeah. It, it, it's, a, it's a mindset thing and it's hard to do. Like, I mean, it, it, it takes time, but once you have that breakthrough and it starts clicking, then mm-hmm. it's like, well, of course I'm not gonna go show that house. Yeah. I can't meet you then, how's 11 o'clock or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So it, it's, it's really that discipline of, I'm going to do this and yeah. nothing's going to get in my way and yeah. discipline will carry you and motivation can't, right? So, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again a little slower. Discipline will carry you when motivation can't. Yeah, what does, not, that, what does that mean? Well, like, you, you know, we all have the same 24 hours, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you have the same amount of time as I do, as Tristan does, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but the point is that discipline is the difference. Like, you're not always going to be motivated to make your calls. Yeah. You're not, you might be having a crappy day. You yeah. might have, you know, something might have happened in your personal life. Yeah. This, this is the real world. Things yeah. happen. Yes. But when you're disciplined, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that discipline will happen because... People, they have, they're, they're, they're creatures of habit, right? Mm-hmm. Routine is a real thing. And yeah. when you're out of routine, you don't feel right. You know, mm-hmm. just like working out. We've talked about this yep. a lot. It's just yep. like eating right. All yep. these things. If you're disciplined enough to do it every day, mm-hmm. and that will, you, of course you don't feel like it, but then you set an appointment, you're like, yep, that's why I'm doing it. And you'll right. remind yourself. So yeah. it's the discipline, because the motivation comes and fits and starts. It's the discipline of doing it every day. Yeah. So, so let's go back to, so you, you said the first thing is, Hey, I just carved out nine to 11. Um, and look, we're talking about, you know, nine, 10, 11 years ago, whatever, like in that range. Right. So back then who you may have been going after is very different from today. So, so I want to unpack a little bit more about, let's go back to, for you, 2018, 2019, right? You're building your team and you are crushing on the listing side. So give people context. Last year, 355. Now remember, give them a little context for selling homes in Pennsylvania during the pandemic. So we were literally the last part of the country that was named essential. We were talking about this yesterday where it was Philadelphia and the surrounding counties, right? Pittsburgh, you're good. And like you could, it was, it was so archaic and they had testers from the state calling into real estate offices because you know, this is what they have time doing in a pandemic. Yeah. Ridiculous. But, um, Hey, I'm a cash buyer and the home's vacant. Can you come meet me and let me in? And you weren't allowed to do anything in person. So this yeah. is what's going on. And it was, it like was the state is trying to catch you guys to see if you're actually hundred percent. And, yeah. and yeah. you know, they, they came out and said, realtors are a bunch of yahoos. They're not going to follow the rules. That's why they're not essential. But yeah. in New Jersey and Delaware, which is 45 minutes away, you're good to go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. And, that was from March 19th until May 19th, when a lot of homes get sold. Mm-hmm. So we have this ramp up of the year, we're pacing really well, and then the pandemic hits in March, everyone remembers that, yeah. and we're shut down. Yeah. Um, and it was tough, and a lot has changed since then in our business internally, and yeah. as well as the, the, what, what's happened in Pennsylvania. And so we're the last state, we can't do anything. Then we come out of this, and we were, working the entire time. We had like team Zoom calls to prospect. Right. Like it Everybody was, working from home and, and right, doing And we the tried to stuff. connect and, and yeah. do all that stuff, but a lot of agents, they just stopped working. I mean, I, was, I would be in touch with realtors and you know, email them back and forth and I get an autoresponder. Hey, the state says I can't even respond to this email right now, which is not true, but this was the <laughs> mindset, right? Like yeah. it, was, it was crazy. So yeah. we come out of this and then it's basically like, like Memorial Day weekend, right? Yeah. And um, we just start like, the, I think we listed 20 homes between May 19th and the end of the month. Like it was because right. of all the work we did. For sure. Making Nurturing, the calls. following yeah. up, staying connected, you know, helping people. Right? Literally, we, we called and like, we, we used a script that was, and it wasn't really a script, but it's like, hey, like, how are you guys holding up right now? Like, how's the work environment for you? Right. Um, 
we were doing local business highlights for like takeout food and like mm-hmm. salons that were shut down. They're like, hey, if you want to, you want some, what uh, you think you called a hair or something yeah, like get your yeah, haircut. Therapy. Like, I mean, like any sort of local business that was trying to stay open, that's yeah. what we were trying to do. Uh, yeah. Because trying to help. We're part of the community. I mean, right. you know, we want to give back to the people that have provided us a, a great lifestyle and a great business for the past 20 years. So yeah. this is all that was going on. And then we come out of it and it was. And we haven't stopped since. There was like a like a three day period around like the holidays where it was a little slow, but mm-hmm. it's been like a spring market because the like everywhere else the demand's too high. There's right. no inventory, right? So it was tough. And and the point was, if you weren't making those calls during that time, there's a lot of agents that haven't recovered. They haven't yeah. done any business, and yeah. some and a lot of people getting foreload. And there's all this influx of new agents coming in because they can't go back to their old jobs. Those right. sales jobs are gone. Right where they're flying all over the country, selling exactly. stuff, doing yep. those things. So a lot of people are getting into real estate right now. So it's it, it's been tough. I mean, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I'm glad we made it through. And that taught me a real lesson that you just can't give up. Yeah. But it was it was crazy. I mean, it was I was losing my mind. I mean, I'll be very honest with you. I Listen, and I'm just going to say, like, for everybody listening, everybody can relate to what you're talking about, whether it was two weeks or two months. Or for some people, as I've mentioned, like, I've, I have a client who has an associate who's not left their apartment in mm-hmm. like 13 months. And, and you know, they're highly productive, but they haven't left their apartment in 13 months. Yeah, like, yeah. like they're, they're petrified, right? It's, that's a whole separate conversation. We'll hit that in the future. Let's go back to, I want every one of my listeners to get more listings. At your highest listing taken personally year, how many listings did you take? 130. Okay, and what year was that? It's two years ago. I, I figured. I figured like 2019 mm-hmm. was sort of the, that's I was saying, yeah. 18, 19. So, so give people context. Like he's masterful at scripts and dialogues. We want to dig into that. He's obviously great at prospecting. You're great at follow-up. Um, if you were to like break down for people right now listening that, you know, again, they could be brand new age, they could be a veteran age, they'd be somewhere in the middle. They're definitely not a lot of the that first category. They're more the stuck and scaling group. What would you say are like, the five or six most important things you did that year that consistently got you business from making the phone calls to following up to handwritten notes, smoke signals, you know me, I don't care. Like what was it? Cause that same thing is going to help people get listings today. Video follow-up is the number one thing. I mean that no one does enough video follow-up. Let's okay. Let's go back to getting the appointment okay. first, right? Or getting the interest. Let's start it. Let's start at the top of the funnel and then go to the bottom of the funnel. Sure. So top so, of the funnel. Where where are these opportunities coming from, and how are you going after them? So there's all the lead sources, right? Um, yeah. The ones I look at them that have been the most successful for us: mm-hmm. expired listings, right. a number one. Right. And, it, and that's a tough phone call to make. A lot of people are right. afraid of that call. Yeah. I look at it a little differently. Mm-hmm. They signed a listing contract with someone. Yeah. So they believe in realtors. Yes. They maybe picked the wrong one. They got some bad advice, but they want it to sell. There was motivation there. Yep. And I always look for the people that are the most motivated, right? Because yeah. if they don't have motivation, they're going to waste your time. Right. And, and you've got, got to get clear on that. So expired listings were huge for us. Our sphere, mm-hmm. obviously, those were really the two things that, that have generated the most listings out of all. So okay, let's just stop for everybody listening. Expired listings and past clients and sphere, right? Like those are, those are polar opposite in many people's minds. Mm-hmm. But you see them, your reframe around expireds is, no, they already like real estate agents, right? They tried to sell and they got some bad advice and you're pretty good at helping people. Yeah, well, and, and you know, that's- That's a great reframe. A lot of people ask me why I got into the business and I am a big believer that we help people. This is the most stressful thing people go through. And right. you could be the smartest guy in the room, right? You could be an attorney, uh, a PhD and whatever, but you may not know anything about how to sell a house, right? right? And these right. people don't get it. And or they, they haven't guidance. moved. They haven't moved in a decade yeah. or two and they're like, how do I, right? Yeah, what's changed? Yeah. And, and so I am a big believer that we help people. And if you don't yeah. adopt that mindset, yeah. then you're not gonna be able to 
crack the code in a lot of cases. So I think that's, if you're talking top yeah. of funnel, yeah. knowing that I'm doing a disservice if I don't reach out to these people. I'm yeah. hurting them. I'm yeah. not helping them. Like that's fundamentally really important. And that's right. one of our core values at our team. So yeah. knowing that's the case, then you get on the phone with an expired listing and- Let, Let's role play. Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Hi, is this Tom? Uh, yeah. Yeah, who's this? Hi, Tom. My name's Tom as well. I'm a local realtor in Winwood, and I was calling because I saw your home came off the market. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got a lot of realtor calls, huh? Got a few. I wish, uh, wish some of you guys had actually called when my home was on the market. Yeah, I, I hear you. I got to work with these people, so I know how you feel. Believe me. Yeah, so yeah. tell me a little bit about what happened. Where were you planning on moving to? <sighs> well, uh, you know, we had a possible job transfer, you know, down to Florida, and, you know, my wife is kind of still traveling back and forth. I, they, I know they don't go that deep real fast, but I want to actually get to the fun mm -hmm. stuff. You know, man, hey, like, Look, I appreciate the call, but I'm not really interested right now. Sure, yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't be interested either if my home didn't sell. I hear you. It's yeah, tough. Yeah. So your wife's going back and forth from Florida. So mm -hmm. how's that working out for you right now? It's brutal. I'm, I'm just going to throw you. I'm just going to throw you objections because right. your intro is perfect. That's what they needed yeah. to hear. It wasn't salesy. It was just like, hey, look, I know you guys are trying to sell. Let's do it one more time. Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Hi, is this Tom? Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, Tom, hi. My name's Tom as well. I'm a local realtor in Wynwood, or insert town of where, where you're calling. Yeah. Saw your home came why, off the market. Why do you not say, you know, your last name? Why do you not say your company name? Like, why do you not go into any of that stuff? Because it's about them. It's not about me. And you might yes. get hung up on if you don't get the words out too quick. I mean, that's right. a real thing. Like, these right. people will hang up on you. Right. So, so tell me about, like, the toughest objections you get, and how did you overcome them? So there's really like three, right? Yeah. We've we've done this before. I know, um, I know, but I want listen. Like I'm gonna relist. Love dialogue. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna relist with the same, same agent. agent. I'm gonna sell it myself, or I'm gonna wait. I'm take gonna it wait, off the market. or I'm not gonna move. Right. So let's like, go through it one at a time. Tom, everything you're saying sounds great, but like we love our agent Phyllis. She is bananas. Yeah. I, I, well, I mean, I, I'm sure you have a good relationship with her. You, you you signed a contract with her. Totally get that. So. Knowing that the average time on the market right now is about 30 days, your home was on the market six months. What's going to happen differently if you keep her? Yeah, I know, man. We uh, we've actually been in that. I mean, that's it. That's that. It, that's all you need. And they're either going to go, eh, or screw you, or give you a vanilla answer. And here's the thing: Do I'm, they ever say screw you? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So so let's usually go. f you in Philadelphia. So uh, <laughs> I'm trying to be polite for my listeners out there. I'm not going I cleaned full, it up. Philly, I cleaned full it up. Philly style. So so look, Tom. Look, she's awesome. I totally get what you're saying. I appreciate the hustle, man. Why don't you bring us a buyer? And Phyllis is awesome. So, so obviously by you asking me to bring you a buyer, Tom, that demonstrates you're still serious about selling. So knowing that you should have sold the home six times and couldn't sell it once given the time on the market, would it be that crazy for us to get together to look at another strategy? Yeah, I, I'd have to run that past my wife. So why don't you, uh, why don't you send me about like some information on who you are, what you've done, all that kind of stuff. And let me sit down with my wife over the weekend and then I'll, I'll ring you back next week. I'm married too. Totally get it. Yeah. And I'll certainly send you some stuff. Why don't we set up something tentatively? Because my schedule tends to book up a little bit and I can just call you next week to confirm. So how's Monday or Tuesday after three o'clock? Uh, yeah, probably better Tuesday, but like penciled. Yeah, penciled, well, of course. I got to talk to the boss. I, like I yeah. said, I'm married too. Yeah. I get it. So, so why don't we plan on tentatively Tuesday at three and I'll call you next week to confirm. So just for the record, like Phyllis, you know, is a longtime friend. She gives a very, very good rate in terms of commission. I'm assuming you're going to do the same. I mean, she didn't give you any rate with commission because she didn't sell the house. I love that line. That's I think this, he he is a, a like a, a maestro of language. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, that's a great line. I, I do appreciate that. But like at the end of the day, like we're trying to get the most money out of the sale. So like, I mean, it's kind of an it, it's a non-starter for us if we're if you're not willing to you know negotiate the way she did on her on her fees. Sure, and and you know we haven't even met yet, Tom. So I don't have any expectation here other than showing you exactly how I can help you. Mm -hmm. And if the meeting goes well, I'm sure we can figure something out. So I'm I'm good with that. Let's just meet and see if we're the right fit. Because if you don't like me, it doesn't matter what I have to say anyway. Because you're 
are not going to hire me. Yeah. All right. So, hey, Tom, totally appreciate it. But I think we're just going to we're going to take the home off the market. We're going to kind of wait it out a little bit. We just think that like now it's just not a good time to sell. Sure. And and so I know you told me you're, you're moving down to Florida. So is that still the plan? I mean, you're still going to move down there? Or? No, it's it's kind of it's kind of off the schedule now. Sure. It's off the schedule. Yeah. So now knowing that you were on the market last week, if you would have gotten an offer at your asking price, you probably would have taken that and moved, right? Yeah, I mean, of course, of course. Sure. So if I could show you how we can get that plan back on track pretty quickly, mm -hmm. given everything going on in the market yeah. right now, would it be that ridiculous for us to get together for maybe about 30 minutes? Yeah. So do you ever make a like a bold, crazy promise? Like I could sell your home in 30 days or less, especially like right now with the market. Like, hey, I can hit enter in the MLS and get it sold. I mean, like I know you wouldn't say that, but like the people that are listening understand the frothiness and craziness sure. of the market. Do you, any bold, crazy promises, anything that you recommend that's like a hook that sounds different or is it just make the damn call and, and be personable and connect? I mean, it, it, it's, you know, I, I, when you look at it, I, tactically, there, there's a thing here. When I'm on the phone making calls, I will have the listing up in front of me. So I'm yep. looking at it. And I know what the heck I'm talking about. Right. And that's a mistake a lot of people make right. where they, they're like, oh, where's your house? I don't know. If I see like crappy photos or there's no information, I'm like, hey, there's a lot of missing information here. If I could level this up for you, I'm mm -hmm. clear it would make a really big difference. Where Let's does get that, together. Where does that come in, though? Well, it, I, is that like when they when they try and divert, when they try and hang up, when they, or not try and hang up? But well, like, we ask them why they, why it didn't yeah. sell. That's like yeah. the third question you right. go to. Where are you moving to? Why do you think it didn't sell? Yeah. And you know, and and right now, especially if, if something's not selling, like there's got to be a problem. Like right. so, it, it's and if you can demonstrate that to them right away, and a lot of times we'll be like, yeah, we didn't like those photos, or wow, yeah, you're right, there is no video, and right. like silly stuff that should be automatic, especially right. given the way the market is. Right. I mean, people. But are again, buying, we're talking just for content. We're talking 2019, and and the 2019 market was really good yeah it was just, it was not like this but it was still like a three-month supply instead of a one-month supply right. so very seller friendly right and just having that context of you actually took th 30 seconds literally on the phone looking at the house mm -hmm. and giving them more information because a lot of these people making these calls you got to yeah. realize who your competition is yeah they they close like a 16 year old kid at a dance right right, right. they just right. go why aren't you hiring me they get really aggressive yeah no one wants someone to start arguing with them on the call no when you're coming from a place of help and you're pointing out these things it gives people a different perspective. I also noticed you didn't do anything of like, you know, well, we've sold, you know, 150 homes in the marketplace. Like, do you, like, do you get into that? In, or do you, you clearly didn't, but do you? And if so, why? And if not, why? If you're going, if you're going for a really hard close or like, hey, I'm going to, uh, I already got someone else in mind. They called me earlier. Yeah. Hey, don't make a mistake. We are the experts in the marketplace at selling homes other agents can't. We've done it hundreds of times. And, mm -hmm. and I will say that to people because yeah. what do you got to lose, right? Right. It, it's the Hail it's Mary. The Hail Mary, exactly. So, that will work. Or if, hey, I committed to another agent, I'm like, hey, tell me who you hired. Mm -hmm. And they'll, they'll give me their name, and I will look up their production on the MLS yeah. and say, hey, this, you know, that agent sold three homes last year. We sold three homes yesterday. Yeah. Is that really the kind of person you want handling your biggest asset yeah. where they're doing it maybe once every four or five months? Yep. Like, just raise the doubt and get the meeting. All you're looking for is the meeting. And that, that's, that's it. People think they're going to get it signed over the phone. No. And, I mean, it, it, you know, that, that just doesn't happen, right? So no. if you can get the meeting, prep for it. I know I'm going to out prep anybody. They're going to get a video before. They're going to get all this stuff. What's the video you send if they're like, call me next week? Sure. So we'll um, we have some case studies. So like yeah. reviews from people whose homes expired, right? right? Um, and it's a personalized video. So hey Tom, it's Tom here with Remax. Blah blah blah. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me today. I know mm -hmm. it's a stressful market. I'll make sure to follow up like I said I would next blank because I set the appointment to follow up. Mm -hmm. And if you need anything in the meantime, here's my cell number. Yeah. And make sure you smile, right? Like, I mean, right. that's like the main thing. So right. smiling, it's not anything, smiling eyes and mouth. Yeah. Right? And, and yes. like the dot on your computer screen, like stare at it. Don't look at the screen. Like yeah. make sure, you got to make eye contact with yeah. them. So it's nothing crazy. It's the extra touch is the difference. And 
the thing is they already probably had someone where it didn't work out. They probably right. didn't follow up. So you're showing them, hey, I want your business. And yeah. no one sends videos. As much as you tell people to send videos, nobody does it. I know. I know. It bugs me. I, please send more videos. Yeah, I mean, please send me a video. Please. Please. Um, all right. Let's switch gears to your sphere, right? Your past clients and sphere. It's 2019. Three months of inventory. It's still as crazy as it is. Mm -hmm. And I know you're heavy on your sphere right now. Yeah. Like, What's the tone? What's the message in 2019, that year, that monster year of, of listings taken? What was the message? What were you saying? And then maybe what are you saying now? Let's give us a combination of both. So that hasn't changed. We've just over-indexed on it. Um, what does hey, that mean? Hey, Tom, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Hey, five years ago, you bought this house. How's everything going for you guys? Yeah. Use the Ford script, right? Family, right. occupation, recreation. I never get the dreams. That's weird. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. like literally <laughs> ask those first three questions and that's all you have to do. I mean, right. it, it and it's... I never ask for the order on these calls. Yes. Because so here, just call me. I'm just, I'm in your sphere. Ring, ring. Hello. Hey, Tom, it's Tom Tool here. Happy birthday. How's everything going, oh, man? Oh, hey, man. Thanks for calling. I totally appreciate it. Yeah, dude, we're just, you know, we're busy. We're hustling. We're just trying to navigate, you know, these uh, crazy times, man. How about you guys? Uh, we're, we're right there with you, man. I mean, I know it's been, uh, it's been a crazy year for everybody. So how, how's everything been holding up for you? How's the work environment been? You know, dude, my, uh, you know, my dining room table and my, uh, my closet have been fantastic. All kidding aside. Like, no, I mean, it's, you know, look, we're, I'm very blessed. We're very productive. Everybody's working. It's just different, man. We're all in it together and, you know, just head down, man, just dining room table and let's go. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been, it's been brutal for everybody. So yeah. I'm, I'm in the same boat. You are. I'm grateful we're able to work right now. Right. I'm grateful that my kids are okay. Yeah. They're getting back to school. So right. I hear you. Um, 100%. Doing anything fun for your birthday? I know it's kind of a weird time to celebrate a birthday, right? Man, I wish. I wish I was going to Florida or doing something <laughs> fun. But no, I think we're just, you know, we're just going to chill with the kids and, you know, outside, you know, the weather's going to be hopefully nice this weekend. Get some, just some, some play time with the kids, man. Sure. I'm, I'm, you know me. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Well, I was just calling to send you some birthday wishes. Grateful for you, Tom. Enjoy yeah. your birthday. And you yeah. ever need anything like household related, like a electrician or something, just call me. I'm here for you. Love it. Like, I love that because it's just, it's just, hey, 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 just touching, man. Just yeah. going a little deeper, right? No. Okay. So I'm the biggest advocate and you've heard me say this a million times before of like asking questions that either invoke the opportunity, right? We're getting people to talk about it. And you did, you're like, you know, how's work, right? How's home life? So, so do you hear from people when you're making those calls? Like, was that a normal or do you get some people that are like, dude, we're thinking about selling. Like, oh, it, did they just, they just bring it up. We, so we've had a couple, like I, I called, yeah. th this just happened and this was actually, this is the best. So it mm -hmm. wasn't even my client. It was a former team member's past client. Yeah. I called him anyway. I'm like, happy birthday. What's up? And yeah. get the guy's voicemail a week later. Hey, we need to move like next week. Yeah. And went over, signed the contract. Yeah. Um, people you don't think are selling are going to sell. Right. And I think if you're not touching them, you don't know. And then all of a sudden there's the, Hey, we worked with you 10 years ago and we're ready to list. And it comes out of nowhere. And maybe I called them six months ago. Right. But it's doing that every day, yeah. and especially now because there's so much disruption in the market and it's so hard to get listings. Like I look at what I did to get listings when I was 22 years old and mm -hmm. it was called people I know, like circle dial, right? right. Like all this, right. like, I mean, you know, the internet like lead business was not a thing no. 20 years ago. No. Realtor.com was like just getting started. Yeah. So we've just been going back to the, like the super basics because yeah. if you do the things other people don't want to do, yeah. you can yeah. do whatever you want. Right. the rest of your life. Right. I would argue that, uh, like, you know, if, especially for my longtime podcast listeners, you're, you're hearing this consistent theme of all of our best clients who acknowledge, Hey, multiple lead generation sources, multiple approaches. Don't be myopic, but I'm, I'm really pushing people hard on like, get back to deeper, more meaningful relationships with your sphere. And the, the, like the joke that I play is I say, grab your phone, right? Go to your contacts. Look how many people are inside there. 
remove at least 20% because they're probably real estate agents that you know, right? So let's just say you now have 800 people in your phone. Well, the data shows that 80 of them right now yep. are thinking about, some, I didn't mean they are, they're in the research phase. 10% of all the people in your phone are on the research phase. And, and I'm calling you out for some of you out there. You have listened to me, you've created content, you've shot videos, you're doing email marketing, you're doing direct mail. But if you don't go to the next level and go, hey, Tom, Tom Ferry, how's it going? Like, you didn't always do that, though. So what was the what was the shift for you? Well, I mean, so, you know, I, I had a mentor when I first got started. Um, so, John, if you're listening, what's up? So this guy, he's still with our firm. Mm -hmm. And he, like, he, I've never seen anyone get as much as their sphere from him. And, yeah. you know, different yeah. business model than us. Right. But, I mean, literally, he's writing handwritten notes, yes. doing all this yes. stuff. And it was, I, I saw it, and I'm like, duh. Like, this is why I have a mentor. I'm going to copy what he's doing. Right. Like, I'm not going right. to try to reinvent the wheel here. Yeah. And, but then I, you know, I, I've, I had that story, right? I don't have a sphere. Yeah. BS. Anyone, yeah. Yeah, remember yeah. the memory jogger you had in right. like Life by the, Design or whatever a, it was? A through Z, yeah, right? It, everything. It's like yep. 157 questions. So right. we take every one of our team members through that when they, when they onboard because yep. I don't want to hear you don't know anybody because yeah. you do. My yeah. dog groomer turned into five transactions because right. I told him I was in real estate. Yeah. And I gave him my card and I said, hey, if you need anything, let me know. Yep. And I would see him every couple of weeks. Yes. Like, and if you don't, you don't give him that card, that's a ton of lost income right there. Right. And that's, right. that's one example of something everyone can do right now. Yeah. Yeah, people yeah. that cut your hair, right? You're dry cleaner. Right, if right. you're still wearing suits, but yes. you know, I mean, like, so it, that stuff is you, you got to make it consistent, and yeah. you just got to make make it uh, by design, and yeah. just, just do it. But okay, but back to the question, like you, you know, you did it early, and then I think you moved away from it. Yeah, well, and I now got, you've come back to it, you know, more so, you know, in the last like five six years. Mm -hmm. So, so what was it? Because like you know, you you took on all these multiple pillars, and I'm not I'm not calling you out because I think it's very typical, like in my, in our world, like. We always work our sphere, but we do less of the personal touch. We do more of the electronic stuff, the direct mm -hmm. mail stuff, and we assume that that's going to win. And it does help. You have to do it all. But I'm an advocate for you. Got to send that personal video. You got to do that FaceTime. You got to do that call. When you right? see your ex clients home show up on the MLS right. with another agent, it's a quick wake up call. Yeah. So that Did happens that once. Happen? Yeah. Happens once. Not going to happen again. It was yeah. super high price listing. I thought I was solid with them, and it was my bad. It was my. I had the meeting with myself. Right. Personal responsibility. Uh -huh. And that's what changed it. Happens sure. like literally with one time. Like that happens once to you. Yeah. Now maybe some people don't take note or they don't pay attention, but yeah. that's what changed for me. Right. So let's go back to the funnel. So top of the funnel, past client sphere, expired listings in your biggest year ever, and then walk us through like middle of the funnel. Someone's like, look, Tom, we want to do something in the next, you know, like maybe five six months. We're just going to kind of wait, and that could certainly be even right now, mm -hmm. right? So like, wh what is the sort of follow-up strategy, the nurture, nurture, nudge, whatever you want to call it, to win that business? Like, walk us through the sequence. So if someone has any indication they're going to move, send them a follow-up video. Mm -hmm. Send them your resume. Like, mm -hmm. we have like a nicely designed one. Send them a link to your reviews. What's in the resume? How many, like our sales volume, how many years in the business, mm -hmm. just just a little background information. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's it's a resume. It, yeah. it, it's yeah. And it's, we, we do it for every one of our team members because... They can lean into the team. It right. can be branded for them. Yeah. So that, that that's really important, especially when you're a newer agent and yep. people ask you those questions. Well, hey, I did this and our team did this. And yeah. they're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Let's go. So there's a resume link to reviews. We've developed our own like Google map of sales, right? And like, you know, I've heard this before. Yeah. Yep. So we have all that stuff. We send it to them with a personalized video. And it's like, hey, Tom, thanks for taking my call yesterday. 
looking forward to catching up in a few months. You need anything in the meantime, or you just got questions about the market, I'm here for you. I'm ready to serve, and I'll make sure to follow up like I said I would. Yeah. They tell you to call in six months, call them back in three and cut it in half. Yeah. Because these aren't just your leads. These are other people's leads, too. they're talking to lots of people, and they're on lots of websites. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So, you know, you, you want to cut it in half. And then, so we use Boomtown, right? So. Yep. If it's in a certain category, it goes on a drip. Yep. And they also get our weekly email of our real estate show that we put out, um, yep. which is all content driven, never ask for the order. Like, here's what this section of the agreement of sale means, or rates just went up. What does that mean for buyers and sellers? Right. Monthly market update. That yep. drops every Tuesday, no matter what. Yep. So they get on that list. They're on a drip. We send them a video, and we cut the follow-up time in half. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So by the way, everybody, uh, so I'm going to divert from the funnel just for a second, because it's a part of the funnel, right? It's part of the top of the funnel, it's part of the middle of the funnel, mm -hmm. it's, it's the ongoing funnel. How much content do you put out on a weekly basis? Um, a lot, so we have four videos that drop a week. Mm -hmm. um, that Walk us through each one. So Mondays is typically like a motivational one. Mm -hmm. um, I'll shoot it on my cell phone. Like It's kind of like, I mean, it's the same thing you're doing, right? Yeah. It's the, yeah. I, I, literally identical, and it's all about like just getting motivated or, or whatever right. it's going to be. Yeah, start um, the week. Get fired up. Yeah, so that's Monday. Tuesday is our, our real estate show, and mm -hmm. that's our consumer-facing show. So that mm -hmm. goes out, and it's just educating people about what's going on in the market. Mm -hmm. Not looking. We never ask for the order. We don't, yep. we don't do that. It's more of, hey, inventory's at this. Here's what it means for buyers and sellers. Yeah. Like, really simple stuff. You're probably having these conversations with people all the time. So anytime you get a question from a client, that is the next show. It's really that easy. Right. Um, right. Wednesdays, we do our agent facing show mm -hmm. and it's like hey here's what i did to get this listing or here's this agent on our team that just took three listings in the past month yeah how did he do it yeah or she do it or yeah. whatever so it's it's all it's more helping the real estate community yep then on fridays we got like our news show um with myself and, and sarah from our team and uh it's like we talk about like some real estate topics like a, usually a local topic to the greater philadelphia area and just, it's kind of like a like a fun thing we do um, right. that it's more like community centric. And, and that's kind of what we're in. It's, it's a branding play. So, so Monday is motivational and it's, what is the purpose of that? Like who are you trying to reach? What is the outcome? I'm trying to reach people that think like me. Got it. Like, I mean, five attracts your tribe. Yeah. And, yep. and you know, it could be someone that's a financial advisor that we're going to work together with. I mean, right. and he like, so, you know, his, his he, he comes to mind because he, like kind of busted my chops a little bit like oh you're posting motivational videos and then he did a presentation for our team at our retreat yeah about how to save money and now he's become a client and he refers us out and we're buddies so right. it's that that's a power, like attracts like attracts power like sphere, though i mean you yes. don't get that if you don't do that stuff yeah. so that's and it could be someone that maybe wants to get into real estate and we right. could have them come work with us and if they're going to like what we're putting out, then yep. that's the kind of people I want to work with. Yeah. So, And then the Tuesday show is very clear because it's consumer based. You send it goes out in email on Tuesdays to how many people? Um, so like, our, and to who? Like, is it your so entire, our, our database? entire database gets it? So we have like 33,000 people in our database. It gets wow. emailed out to all of them. Wow. Um, and then it goes on YouTube, goes yep. on social. Yeah. We have a whole distribution calendar that, that, that our yes. marketing department handles. So it, yep. it goes everywhere. Okay. So, and it, Typically, so 33,000 emails, what's the average open rate? Are, are they clicking like, like mine where they go to my site or are they going to YouTube? They go to our and, YouTube channel. Okay. So, and what's the typical open rate on the email? 17 to 22%. Okay. So pretty, pretty standard across the board, yeah. especially for the size of your email base. I'm, I'm happy it's above 15. I mean, that's right. what I'm looking for. Okay, good. All right. So, and that goes there. And then the Wednesday show again was more like to agents. So to why agents, are yeah. you doing videos? You're an agent. Why are you doing videos for agents? Well, there's a lot of agents that help me. I mean, like, I mean, like legitimately, I mean, I'm part of this ecosystem for right. how long? 11 years? Yeah. That's a long yeah. time, right? Yeah. It's a quarter of my life, more than that. Mm -hmm. So, it, you know, you look at that and like, there's someone out there that 
probably can get some value out of that. Like yeah. I'm not trying to become a coach. Like people yeah. think they they, yeah. they write like, oh hey coach, I'm like I'm not a coach, guys. Like yeah. relax. Like I would be a horrible coach. I've said that to you. <laughs> um, but it's you know there's stuff that I've done that can help people, right? Yeah. And you've connected me with a ton of people that have helped me. Yep. It's giving back one. Yeah. Secondly, we're looking to grow our team. So trying we, to recruit. And yeah. we want to. And there may be agents in our marketplace. Like I want to do more of that. Yeah. It's a way for me to reach them without having right. to be like you know like prospecting for agents and doing all these things. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a branding play, right? Yeah. And third, it, I think it just raises your your um, stature, stature in, the in the industry, right? right. Like I think there's a right. and that can become an ROI for referrals. I mean, yep. you get people coming from out Bingo. of yeah, like out of state, and they say, "Well, I, I saw your stuff on YouTube, or you were on this podcast, or whatever yep. else." So yep. there's there's a lot of reasons to do it. Yeah, yep. I I agree. <laughs> I agree. Well, you told me to, so I mean, it's not like I'm uh, I'm sitting here not being coachable, right? But you're but you're doing the work, and that's I mean, that's you know. Part of just the fun of our relationship is I know you do the work, right? And and like and he's got a beautiful family, and you're I mean you're busy, and you carve out time for that, and making phone calls and leading people. But let's go to the last one. the The Friday show is like news today and today in Philly. Like here's what's happening on the main line, total, like that kind of stuff. Total brand building, right? And right. Would you, you usually do like a real estate topic? You ever see PTI on ESPN? Of course. Yeah. So we have like the ticker at the top. Oh, that's beautiful. We go back and forth a little bit about like the topic yeah. and that's it. I mean, it's not, yeah. and we were highlighting local businesses for a while during right. the pandemic. Like we kind of change it up what we see fit, but it's really, Hey, we're here. We're part of the community and we want to talk yeah. about what's going on. Do you ever get upset, uh, at, uh, maybe, a a view count that you thought, man, that was a really good show. And like, not a lot of people watched it. I, I, if you do that, I mean, you're sitting there watching that stuff. You're never going to put out any content, right? You got to be a, if you look at the first video I ever posted, like it's still on our YouTube. It, it's hard. Like it's bad. And yeah. look at Tristan just laughed. Like yeah. <laughs> he knows exactly what you're well, talking I mean, about. I, I mean, it's horrible, but we just right. kept doing it. And you know yeah. what? It also, when I'm leading a team and saying, Hey guys, get on video and they're all nervous about it. I'm like, let me show you guys the first video I posted. Yeah. And they can and go find it really like easily. Up. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And it makes everyone feel a little better. I mean, cause right. I think there is, look, if I can do video, anyone can, I mean, you gotta look at this face, like it's fine, but people freak out about that. Right. I mean, that's how it is. So yeah. You know, that, that's, that's as much a part of it as anything else. So someone's listening to that and they're, they're overwhelmed because they're like, they haven't hit the live button on Facebook or Instagram, like let alone like four full production shows. You didn't start that way. You were, you started with what? Like, how did you, how, what was the origin? I have this like, thing called an iPhone. Right. right? They're I pretty got, effective. I have, I have a, like a wired mic. Like you can see, like I would clip it to my jacket and yeah. then I would set it up on a tripod like you got over there. Yeah. And we just film it, and right. it was like a, it was it was it was total disaster. Like it did not, yeah. but the content was good enough that people started li like listening and watching because it was really. We started with the agent face or the consumer facing show, right? So, if I think the first episode like Philly .com came out and said it's a it's a buyer's market, and inventory was like three months, and I'm like, well, this is ridiculous. This is going to be the first show, and yeah. that's like the Inquirer website, like the local paper site. Yeah. And we just said, hey, this is wrong. Here's what's happening in the market. You need any advice? We're here to help. Yeah. And that was literally how it started. And that was after. It was like 2016. It was after yeah. a, a Team Plus event in, um, in yeah. Charleston. We rolled yep. it out, um, yep. if I remember correctly. So it, I mean, it was bad. I mean, you know, I mean, the video, like I would like write on the whiteboard, like it's all crooked, like the yeah. lighting was horrible. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You get better. It's progress. Right. Uh, big, big mental note for everybody. It's progress over perfection. Right. Progress over perfection. You got to start someplace. Right. All those cliches. Journey of a million miles. Mm -hmm. Blah blah blah. We all get it. Okay. So we were talking about the middle of the funnel. And we got diverted into video, but, but I think it's an important strategy for people to understand. Like when you put out this much content at scale, we say all the time, like myself and Jason and others and you, like we all get like the more content you put out, the more you attract your tribe, the more trust you create, the more likable you are, the more come list me, I trust you calls you get. So, so when you implemented all of that, 
did all that happen for you? Did you get more yeses? Was it easier? Is it still easier? I know you're in a competitive marketplace. Everybody is. Yeah. Um, I, I remember the first time I really knew it was working is I went to a listing appointment and the guy's like, hey, you're the guy who's on TV. And I'm like, huh? And he's like, your YouTube channel. And I'm yeah. like, wow. I'm like, can I just give you the contract right now? Do we have to have this meeting? And like, that, that's when you, when you, when you, someone yeah. says that to you, like, right. but you got to be consistent. It's right. not the quality. The quality is important because you want to have that some sort of relevant of topic. Yeah. It's more important to be, uh, Gary Vee says this, you want to be 85% every day versus yep. 100% when you feel like it. And it, right. it's the same thing you talked about. Yep. And it just, you got you got to be consistent. If you put out one show, right. you don't do anything, nobody's going to watch. It's got to drop every day. You Like if, for us, it's every Tuesday. Right. We have not missed a Tuesday since 2016. Yeah. I mean, that's just how that's it is. A lot, that's a lot of Tuesdays. Uh, yeah. And that's and that's an evolution of show quality, content style, lighting, you know, maybe two camera shoot versus one camera yeah, shoot yeah. versus an iPhone, right? You just keep evolving. Mm -hmm. um, so going back to so the, so the middle of the funnel, it's been impactful. What would you say to the person that is listening right now and they're like, I got 800 people in my database. I would just be afraid to say something on camera. Like, what if I say the wrong thing? Or, oh my God, like, what do you say to that person? Well, it, you say the same thing you're saying to your clients. I mean, that's all this is. Thank and you. It, yeah. the, the most effective one is yep. how's the market? Like, right. give them some market stats, tell them yep. the year over year trends, and yep. do it once a month. If you don't want to go every right. week, start once a month and send that out. Do, do a short form of the video right now. Just like, how's so, the market? Like, go. So, we all know that this is the number one question, and it really depends if you're looking to buy or sell or rent or invest. And shake your head no when they say rent. That's, like, yeah. really important. Yes. Um, and you show them the number of sales year-to-date uh, through. Just, just do the show. So just. there's 1,500 homes that sold through February. That's up X percent year over year. Mm -hmm. Prices are down X percent year over year or up or whatever the change is. Mm -hmm. And you can get all this data from, like, your MLS. Like, right. it's all right there. Right. Here's inventory levels. Here's rates. And this is what it means for buyers and sellers. It's like a five-minute show. Yeah. Give them the stats and then give them your opinion on what it means for buyers That's and what it key. means for sellers. That's the key. Give them your opinion, right? Because the stats they can get, right? But mm -hmm. what's cool is when they start to get the stats exclusively from you. Yeah. Which means they're not going to Zillow. They're not going to Realtor.com. They're not going to Redfin. Maybe they are, but like they're using you as the local resource to contrast it maybe to what's happening on a national level. Okay. Back into the funnel. Someone says they're going to move in six months, Right. You're going to call them in three months. They're getting emails from you now, right? Are you watching open rates? Are you paying attention to that? You use Boomtown, so you got some analytics that maybe yeah, well, the average person doesn't have. Here, here's the, this is really important. Yeah. You don't want to mass email your database through your CRM because you. people will unsubscribe. So you can't, so I don't have those analytics. We use mm -hmm. MailChimp, right? And our marketing director right. handles all this. So I'd right. love to tell you, like, I'm checking it out, but yeah, she's yeah, reporting yeah. to me like yeah. we're supposed to. Yeah. And we, we do look at that. Um, what we also look at is their engagement on the site, right? So. Right. The, the, the thing for sellers that enough people don't do, mm -hmm. and any CRM can do this, yeah. put them on a sales activity drip relative to their home right. and send it out every two weeks. Yep. You can automate this. So if, and you can like do like the mapping tool, right? Yep. So it's this part of their neighborhood because then it looks like you know what you're talking about. Yep. You don't want to send them the whole school district or no. the whole township no, no, no. or whatever municipality yeah. it is. So send them something similar. Yep. Everyone should be on a property drip, yep. um, whether it's a buyer or a seller. And yep. then you change the frequency and then they're getting data from you, right? And then when they go to look on this on, for the data, they're going to your website. They're not going to Zillow or Bingo. Redfin or these other places where there's a yep. lot of off ramps yep. or additional fees, right? right? I mean, like, so you don't want to hurt yourself there. And that that's really effective too. And I, th I don't think we talk about that enough in general. And the seller e-alerts, that's what mm -hmm. Boomtown, like th those things yeah. crush. Yeah.
Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you got to do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I want to be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work and the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. So let's let's I'm going to I'm going to divert again from the funnel again. And and I want to talk about um, automation systems, software, walk us through like as you're onboarding someone new on your team, what are all the various softwares they have to learn how to use? Yeah, so our, our tech stack is, it, we, you know, what we do with Boomtown is I'm not a, I'm tech savvy enough, right? Yeah. So yeah. we are looking for places where it's going to be easy for agents to onboard. So anything if there's an integration, we're big on that. So right. Boomtown's our CRM. Mm-hmm. That integrates with CSU, so we can number numbers track and yep. see what everyone's performance ratios are. Yep. Also integrates with BombBomb. I'm yep. like huge BombBomb user. Uh, I mean, and then you don't get the big email yep. that you can't send. It's an embedded link. Yep. So those three things all integrate right there. Yep. They have to know how to use Google, right? Yes. Like shared sheets, Google yeah. Docs, yeah, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, they have to download the Boomtown app on their phone. Then yes. they go through the Boomtown training, and then the additional. And we have everything is like video based, right? It's yep. like an LMS that we yep. built um, on on a training site. So. Those are three major ones. The Mojo Dialer to call through people because yep. it's way more efficient than manually dialing. Yep. So we have all these different things. And we just want our agents like living in the CRM yep. where you go check your vitals or, you yep. know, okay, this is who I need to talk to today. Mm-hmm. And the whole point is it helps them work smarter because they're already working harder. Right. So right. That, then, then it's tough to lose. And they're already outworking people that don't use the software like they're supposed to. You can use any CRM you want. Exactly. Just learn how to use it. Right. And, and uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm I'm the, the a big offender. I'm like jump in and start using something. Yeah. Without going through the training. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Go through all the training. Right. It's all video on demand. Yeah. And it, it makes it really easy. So our tech stack isn't anything crazy. Yeah. What about transaction management? So we use Dot Loop, okay. which also integrates with Boomtown. Right. Um, and that you know again the the, the, and the back end takes care of all this, which is great. That's why yeah. uh, the support staff. So they make sure all the paperwork's there. The the dates are there. They put the deadlines in. Mm-hmm. Like it, and it all goes through Boomtown. I mean that, right. that that's the beauty of it. Project management. Project management, we use Trello. So, okay. and that's that's more of a support team and, and leadership. Yeah. Uh, the, the agents really don't don't do that stuff. But we use Trello and we just move it along. We have like a weekly cadence of meetings with marketing and ops and, and everything else. Where do you get data? Like data on like do you use Remind? Do you do you use House Canary? Do you like what like how do you get data to understand more of what's going on inside your marketplace? So, I mean, the, honestly, the easiest thing we do is we so we watch. This week in housing, yep. our agents watch this because the, if you get the economic trends right. and you can communicate that, right. you don't. You only need like five talking points. Like yeah. it's not. It's not anything that crazy. No. And no. so we've got all that down from this week in housing, and literally we just share the link to our private Facebook group for our team. Yeah, we do a lot of coaching in there, um, yep. and we just put it right in there. We and then every week um, or every month, our marketing team, what they'll do is they'll take that monthly report from the MLS yep. or from the board of realtors yep. and they put it together in a handout for the team and they just send it out in Slack. They post yep. it on our Facebook group. So the agents don't have to go looking for it. Yeah. It's right there. And they can say, here's what's happened with prices. Here's this, here's that. So, right. you know, we're, I, we could probably do a little better with the market stats, but it's, it just, this is real life. So this right. is what we're using. Right. Um, so let's, let's go back to the funnel, right? So now we understand at least the tech stack you're using. You also mentioned Slack, which I love. Yes, That's, yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. Like I've, a couple of CEOs I'm working with in, in bigger startup companies, you know, 50, 80 people. And they're like, no email. We're not like, I'm not saying they're not doing email marketing. They're just like, we're trying to get away from email. Everything's inside Slack. 
not recommending you do that, but it is a growing trend that we're seeing. That's how we right? handle things with our team. It's hey, you want to talk to me, use Slack. Like don't yeah. like literally do not email me because I'm probably not gonna I'm not gonna respond intentionally because I want you to use Slack. Yeah. And then like this is important for agents. Mm-hmm. When I see the Slack notification pop up, that's a lot different than getting like a text message from somebody where it could be like right. some dumb meme your friend's sending you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so th- I know what it is, and that 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 goes a long way. And that's the same thing with using Boomtown. When you yep. email and text through Boomtown, you get a Boomtown alert. So I'm like, right. all right, this is business. I got to respond to this. Right. With the amount of messages that people get in general, it's it's a lot to take care of. So if yeah. you can segment it that way and know what's popping up on your phone, it makes life a lot easier. Cool. So let's uh, let's go back towards now. It's it's hey, we're getting near the ready stage. You, you're calling that person at three months. They said they're going to move at six. Give us like some octaves on what's that like. So ring, ring, ring. Hello. So hey, Tom, it's uh, Tom Tool here following up with you. Like I said, I would. How's everything going today? You're like the guy in my email with all those videos, <laughs> man. Like, you know, congrats. Well, I'm glad you still took the call after seeing those videos. That's a good sign, right? So um, I, I know you were talking about making a move in the next yep. couple months here. I just wanted to give you a call to follow up, see if you had any questions about the market, if you want to see what's trending right now, or there's anything I can do to help. Uh, you know, I keep hearing all this stuff about inflation. I, you know, I saw the interest rates have gone up since we spoke last. I'm getting a little bit nervous, to be honest, about the market. Like, I like what what do you think is going to happen in the next like two, three months? Sure. So rates have ticked up, no question about it. And you know, knowing that you're looking to sell and move out of the area, mm-hmm. you're still in a great spot because even as rates have ticked up, inventory is still less than a month right now. And in even market where buyers and sellers have equal mm-hmm. leverage, it's a six month supply. So yeah. you're one sixth of that. Yeah. So even if rates went up another point, there's still people that are buying homes because they need to. And you have all this millennial demand coming right now. There's 70 plus million millennials in the country. Most of them didn't buy homes. Yeah. They're 50 50 million plus, three quarters of them, they wanna buy a home in the next 24 months. So that demand's not stopping. Yeah. As long as that's the case, you're gonna be in a great spot. Yeah. Even if inventory spikes up to a three month supply, you're still in a great position because it's so low right now. So I'm not nervous, the rates might, pull back a little bit with some of those people that were buying just for the payment, but yeah. the demand's still going to be there for the people that really need to buy, which is who we want buying your home. Cause they're going to be the ones that close and are easy to work with. Yeah. And I get all, I can't, I got to just be honest, man. Like my wife has been on, you know, site X and like, she's sending me, you know, like emails every week. Oh, look at this house, check this house out. And then like a day later it's gone. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're, we're, we're going to make a trip down there. We're going to be down there hopefully in the next, you know, month or so. And, and we're hoping to try and find a house. I'm just, I guess I'm just a little bit nervous. Like I, I keep hearing that I could sell my house really quick and I sure. can make a lot of money, but then all of a sudden I'm displaced because I, I'm not just moving down the street. I'm moving from the state, mm-hmm. you know, for you know, for my work, and I'm just a little bit nervous about like that transition. Like, what what are other people doing? How how do I like how do I time all this? I don't want I don't want to like rent a house. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to move and move in. Well, if you can buy before you sell. That's the move right now. That takes a lot of stress out of it. The harder thing is securing a home. So yeah. how are you searching for properties right now? You're just looking online? I mean, we've, you know, we've met a couple agents down there because I've got another friend who's down there. Sure, just sure. kind of making it a little bit easy for us. Um, but again, it's the same. I mean, that market is, like, I know it's hot here, but it's crazy there. Like, there's just no nice homes on the market, right? So, so we're trying to figure out that. Um, I don't know if I'm answering your question entirely, but like, yeah, it's just, it's a stressful time because like, we know we got to do it. We, we know we got to be down there, but I feel like I know I'm going to, you know, put the home in the market. It's going to sell really fast. And I'm just like, give me some, like, what would you recommend? Like, how do I make this an easier transition? So, you know, number one, we got to see what the financials look like for you. If you can buy the home and secure that home first before selling, that's going to be the easiest path. What we also know is because of the seller friendly market conditions, you can get a post settlement possession right now. You can negotiate a longer term close. You have all the cards in your favor and buyers like you, they just Mm -hmm. want to get the house right now. That's all they care about because the market's so competitive. So, 
what I would what recommend we do is why don't we sit down and just have a strategy session about yeah. how to work through all this? Because yeah. I can talk to you over the phone, but if we're not sitting down going through all the different scenarios, yeah. you're not going to be prepared. And yeah. that that's the most important thing. So we can take advantage of these conditions and also make the move easier for you. Yeah. So if you can't find the new home down in Florida, I know you got a, a time and deadline coming up. What's plan B? What's your backup plan? That's like my favorite question. I, you know, like that's the problem. We don't really have one because we're trying to time this right as, you know, mm -hmm. uh, the school year, giving us like 30 days before the school year yeah. begins again. And, you know, my kids are going to be in school. So it's, uh, there's no, I mean, I would hate to go down there and have to rent, right? But that may be what we end up doing. Cause I'm, you know, like I'm just being candid with you. Like I need the cash out of this property to go buy the next property. Well, and if, if, that, if that's the case, then what I, what I know is this. Let's work on the longer term possession. Let's yeah. work on a lease back until you need to absolutely get down there. And let's find you someone down there that can produce some inventory instead of you just looking online and bringing them houses. Tell me, tell me more about that. So are they sending you any coming soon listings? Are they prospecting shadow inventory? Tell like, what's the search process been like for you? No, I mean, I get like a email alert sure. of, of new listings that are coming up and you know sometimes there's two or three mm -hmm. and sometimes there's you know one so no what, what is shadow inventory so what are talking there, about? there's a number of homes right now in our marketplace i don't know florida but the point is i want to get you someone down there that can that can do the same thing we yeah. do where these homes are either temporarily off the market or withdrawn meaning they're under an active listing contract mm -hmm. and they pause the marketing period yeah so these homes are for sale they have an agent and then on top of that you know there's homes that maybe came off the market a year or two ago and they may be getting back in the market as well so i can what we would do here is I would send you these properties. If you like any, I can pursue it for you. Yeah. And that way we're maybe getting some off-market opportunities, which is what we've had some great success with, with people that are just like you, mm -hmm. where they're having a hard time finding the new home. Yeah. So if that's something we can set you up with down there, I've got a couple great contacts that I could put you in touch with. And you can just talk to them on the phone and see if that, see if that makes sense. You are uh, very smooth, very direct, very deliberate in your language. Like how, how long does it take? If somebody's brand new and they're listening to this and they're like, they're probably taking notes. Like, oh, that's a good, that's, oh, I should, you know, right? And the veterans are like going, yep, yep, ooh, oh, oh, you know what I mean? Like, just like, just like you do when you're like, you know, role playing with all your yep. buddies. Um, how long does it take to get good at scripts and dialogues? If you commit to role playing every day, mm -hmm. like the whole goal of role play is to talk to less people and set more appointments. Like you want to yes. keep your skills sharp. You want to yeah. be able to, to, you know, do the same work, but more efficiently. Yeah. So when I, when I got into coaching, I remember I got this email, was it like the, I met you at the Remax conference. Yeah. Carl Rizzuto sends me an email yeah. and he's like, you need to role play every day. And yeah. I like just started working with him and I'm like, okay. And then I just set it up because I'm like Forrest Gump half the time with this yeah. stuff. But yeah. I did that every day and it was like working on the scripts and getting them down. Mm -hmm. So it took me, I mean, and that was when I, and then I had that big breakthrough year right after I started working with the guys. So right. it, I would say it probably took about a good 12 months to like really refine things, but then I'm constantly working on it. I mean, yeah. this is not something that happens overnight, but if you make the commitment to practice, right? Yeah. You don't want to practice on paychecks. Like, I, I mean, Ooh. you know, that that's where you can lose money and lose revenue. So if, if you make that commitment, just 15 minutes a day is all it takes. Right. And right. the role play call should be like this. You get on the phone, you do the role play, you give feedback. Like, don't like BS or yeah. like complain about what's going on. It's like, yeah. get on, role play, give feedback, get off the call. Right. Right. And then ideally go do something. Yeah. Go use that. I almost think like it shouldn't be called role play. It shouldn't be called, it should be called confidence building. Because the, the, the thing that I see, I mean, you know, 31 years into this is there's basically two kinds of people, people that are really confident and people that can kind of fake it, but internally they're cracking and freaking out mm -hmm. in front of a customer. Heaven forbid they get an objection, a, con a, a condition, and they don't even know it's a condition, not an objection. Yeah, yeah. You with me? Like, like they just, they fall apart and crumble. Okay, I'll just do it for less. 
right? Yep. So I want to stress to the people listening right now, confidence building. That's all we're talking about. Like the more confident you are, the more smooth you are, the more you're not thinking about you, you're thinking about them, right? You're just in the moment with them and you know how to navigate the situation. I actually just sent a bunch of, uh, a bunch of our coaches, um, Oh, I'm going to screw up his name, so I'm not going to say it. Uh, but he is the Harvard professor who just came out with a brand new book on negotiation. Yep. And even though the Harvard Business School, like they have a set strategy around how they teach to negotiate, what he did was very cool. He wrote the book, and I'm sure he sold, sold a bazillion copies, but he basically took every chapter and broke it down into like, like one chapter could be five videos, three minutes long. I have taken every negotiation class on the planet. I am obsessed with it, right? Just going back through, and one of the one of the cool hooks was how to negotiate over Zoom, mm. right? And he's talking about like big time negotiation, yeah. Hulahan Loki, debt restructure deals, you know, monster, monster, monster amounts of money. And we would typically be sitting in a face to face setting like this, and instead they're like, now it's instead of saying, hey, you take your team, take a break, let's go get some coffee, let's go walk around the building, they're all just sitting there on Zoom, going, we're deadlocked. What do we do? Right. And literally people just get pissed and they yell at each other because they don't have the skills. Right. Like even just like these interesting little like, how do you do that over Zoom to pull back, step away? Right. It's just, I don't know, I'm super fascinated. I'll have to put, well, let's put a link up, Tristan, for, I don't want to miss say the guy's name, but it's bonkers. Anyway, confidence building. Let's go back to, let's go to the bottom of the funnel because that was all super good. The listing presentation, what you're teaching your team, what you do. What are the, like, like do you follow a set of steps? Like, you know, there's, Seth Godin came up with this really cool thing in uh, one of his emails and he said, it's about following the process. Mm -hmm. and, and his metaphor was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. He says, you don't take the peanut butter, put it out on the table yeah, and yeah, then yeah. put the bread on. No, you put a plate down first, then the bread, then you do the peanut butter, then you do the jelly, then you do the other bread and then you cut it in four and you share it, right? Yep. He said, but most people, what they do is they put the peanut butter in the wrong position, then they put the bread, then they do the jelly, they screw up the process and then they say, that doesn't work. You with me? Yeah, exactly. What's your process? What are the steps? So What's the formula? You set the appointment. That, yeah. This is where it all starts. You set yeah. the appointment, get off the phone immediately. Like, don't like, you ever see someone <laughs> don't, talk don't themselves keep, out of business? Oh, God. Yeah. All the time. Yes, so, yes. hey, great. I'll see you then. I'm going to send you an email, Tom. Yep. Like, get off the phone and don't screw it up. Is, mm -hmm. And I still do that. I'm like, mm -hmm. all right, I got it. I need to get off the phone now. Like, yep. you'd be surprised what happens. See you Tuesday. Yeah. Yep. Then after that, the same day, send out a pre-listing video, right? Yep. Like, and it's because no one's doing this stuff. And it okay. has. What's in it? So it has an outline of our marketing plan. Okay. Resume, reviews, and this form letter. You remember? Uh, Why am I even writing this down? I, I know, know this now. <laughs> um, Keep going. It was, uh, what was it? it was like uh, Leroy Hauser or something. If you remember, he was like yeah. a CRS instructor. He yeah. said like, send this letter out. And I'm like, cool. And like, we were actually mailing the letter at the time. Right. Like, this is 20 years. So shows yeah, yeah. how th far yes. things have come. But literally, we send this, uh, we send the letter out. And that goes out with a video through Boomtown so I can see if they open it. Right. right. That's really important. Yeah. Um, then I will call and confirm the appointment a day before. Mm -hmm. And it's the pre-qualification script mm -hmm. that comes from the sales edge workbook that yes. everyone knows. And it's, you go through, ask those questions, mm -hmm. you at, you pre-qualify 100% of the time. Right. When we do these trainings with our team, it's do not deviate from this process because right. you will list homes at a 72% clip when you get in the door. Right. If you want to argue with me, that's fine. This is what we're, this is how we're doing it. Yeah. And it's going to work. you're talking about in a uber, uber competitive situation, not just your past clients in sphere. This is everybody. You right. want to, and sometimes your past clients are interviewing other people too. Oh, so when yeah. you deviate from the plan mm -hmm. or you assumptively think you get the listing, yeah. and that prequal script will answer that for you because one of the questions you ask is, hey, Tom, if you feel comfortable and confident, I can get the home sold and I feel the same way, are you ready to get started at the appointment? Right? Bang. That's like the last thing Bang. you ask. And Bang. 
if I know they're going to say no, I say, you know what? I know, I kind of know the answer here, but I'm going to ask anyway, just to be sure. Cause I don't do want to say be, that to people. Yeah. Cause I, I, I just want to be prepared. Right. So you, you give them a little bit of a, a hook there. It's, hey, yeah. I'm, I'm just all about the prep work. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you, you kind of know do going when in. they say no. No, or they, because they don't say hard no. They just go, look, you know, we're talking to a lot of people. So ask me the question. So, but hey, do it in the way that you think you're not going to get it. Okay. So, hey, Tom, I'm going to ask you this question just because I'm, I, I like following a process. I kind of know the answer already, but I just want to be sure. Yeah. So if you feel comfortable and confident I can get the home sold, I feel the same way. Would you be ready to get started at the appointment? Yeah. You know, I, I appreciate that question, but yeah, I'm going to be honest. Like, you know, we, we know a bunch of agents and you have an impressive track record. There's no doubt you, you follow up, you're diligent. I just, you know, I, we, we have a lot of options. We'll see when we get sure. to the meeting, we'll see. Well, I'd be surprised if you didn't know other, another realtor cause they're yeah. all over the place. And right. obviously the meeting's got to go well. So if you don't like right. what I have to say, you're going to be like, it doesn't matter what happens. So it's true. totally it's get true. that. Just want to be totally prepared here. So I'll yeah. see you Monday at five and yep. we'll take it from there. Boom. Okay. So pre-listing video with your, you know, your resume, your mark, you know, your marketing plan, all of your reviews, mm -hmm. right? And then you call the day before, you go through the pre-qual script, and then when you show up, give us your process. So, we are from the Northeast. Yes. I wear a suit and tie to these appointments. Like yes. this is an interview, and right. I I think people right. forget that. And other markets are different. I know what works here. Like my dad had me in a suit when I was like three years old. Like I yeah. mean, it's you know, yeah, yeah. It, it's so. I, I know the program. Yeah, it, <laughs> that is how we do things, right? Like, yeah. and and people say, oh, you don't need to. That, that you can say whatever you want. Right. This is how we operate. Right. So, what gives you the most confidence? Yeah, uh, right. That's what I would say. hundred percent. And, and know your market, know your audience. Yeah, and, and this this probably wouldn't fly in places like Newport Beach or other right. areas. Like, I mean, right. it's a little different thing, yeah. but that's what you know. We're 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 that kind of place. So. Show up ready to go. Be on time, yep. right? Like, and if you're running late, call them and tell them you're running late. Like, yes. things happen, but like these are these are basic things that you want to do. Make sure you're smiling when you show up. Today's world, wear a mask when you go to the door because you don't know what the what what the situation's right. going to be, right? Right. Um, and again, Pennsylvania is a little different than other places, so yes. make sure you're on time. You're 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 suited up, right? You're smiling. You know, know how you're going to walk through. And then when yeah. we get there, and this is a hard move, but it's something my coach pushed me on is. Hey, Tom, I'm going to take a walk around the house. Is it okay if I go by myself so I can see it the same way a buyer would? Why do you do that? Because I don't need a 20-minute tour of the house. I'm trying to get in, get the contract signed, and get out. Do you think that breaks rapport for some people? It probably has in some cases. Mm -hmm. The majority of the time, it's worked pretty well. I mean, okay. you look at the numbers, right? I mean, right. it's not going to work all the time. But and then, What do you do when they're like, no, 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 I want to show you the garage? Well, I'll just, I'll kind of let it. I mean, you got to let it happen. You can't, right. be, you can't be silly about it. Yeah. But no, 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 no. <laughs> Back up, pal. Like I've never met you. Yeah. Let me walk through your house yeah. all by myself. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to you got to kind of like smile yeah. and and, yeah. and and play it a little loose. But yeah. that saves a lot of time. I mean, getting yeah. that 20, 30 minutes back. Right. That's really important. Yep. So, and I'll tell people the first thing I want to do when I come over is walk around the house and take a look. Yeah. Um, so we'll do that. Then I'll meet them at the table and I'll say how where do you want to sit? Kitchen, dining room, yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And then the body language is really important. So like, let's say I'm just talking to you or I'm talking to you and Tristan. You got to sit there and position your shoulders so they're open to both people. Right. I will lean over like this to show I'm engaged, like with yeah. my like forearms on the table, like uh -huh. I mean, like just to I'm not sitting back and taking it too casually. Right. And then I'll you know kind of go over the basics with them. So hey, the plans moved to Florida, nothing changed, right? Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah. Went over a couple things here, and then one of the most important questions, if you don't ask this on the prequal, it's not in the script, but we 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 work it in. What are you looking for in the agent you're you're, you're going to hire? Yeah. And then they'll say, well, we want communication. We want this. We want that. So I will hit on those might, things. Might discuss fees, right? All that stuff. I try not to mention the fee. No, but, until but they might. They, they may. Yeah. Um, and my, the reason I do that is 
I want to hit on what's important to them first. Mm -hmm. So if they talk about communication, hey, here's our communication plan. Right. If they talk about how is someone I can trust, or I don't want you to tell me what I want to hear. Well, hey, that's the difference between a good agent and a great agent. A great agent gives you all the news and helps you out and guides you through the process. Mm -hmm. A good agent may tell you what they think you want to hear, so you'll hire them. You don't want that kind of person, do you? Okay, let's go. And so... You make sure you get the basics down. Hit on what's important to them. You mm-hmm. got to make it about the person, not yeah. not you. Yep. And then we do have a formatted presentation. So it's I, I read this book like when I was like 22 years old or something. It talked about like the three P's. I don't it, like yeah. property, um, pre, like a, I don't even remember. It's, it's marketing how well the home shows. You've told yeah. me this. There's yeah. three reasons why a great home yep. sells. Yep. Buyers need to have the right emotional reaction when they walk through the door. Yep. And I'll tell them our staging team will help you with that because you don't want me doing that. That's yep. another time saver. Yep. You have to have the right exposure online and offline. Mm-hmm. I'll go through our marketing plan. And then yep. the home has to be positioned properly to sell. And then we'll price. go through the analysis. Yeah, yep. price. So that's really the format. And we have a scripted marketing pitch that's mm-hmm. always evolving because we're mm-hmm. testing out stuff. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about, hey, we can get we have a staging team. They'll help you get ready. But it also saves the agent's time because you're not taking like the room measurements yourself and writing right. down all the features. Like that's right. not what we want agents doing. So yeah. we have that. We have a staff member come out and do that. We have two of them now. So that that happens. So you save time there. Go over the marketing pitch with most agents. Don't go over the marketing plan, like at all. I mean, yeah. and, and so that's so they know what the plan is, and we give them like a high level one, and then we go through, show them the results they can expect. Here's our team's rankings, blah blah blah. This is how great we are, ha ha ha, whatever. Yeah. And then I'll actually say to them because you don't want to like come off like braggadocious, right? I don't even know if that's a word. I think I might have made that up, but braggadocio. Uh, I've heard you. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, we want to come off like you're, you're like, hey, I'm the best. Like, yeah. that's not. Yeah. The reason I'm showing That's this to you, Tom, you yeah, is because yeah. we're helping a lot of people like you get their home sold, yeah. and I just want to show you what you can expect. Yeah. It's all about you, yeah. and 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 that. Then when you say it like that, it's a little different. Then you go through the market analysis, and then I don't give them a price. I say, hey, so after seeing all this data, what do you think about the price of your property? And then shut up and stop talking, mm-hmm. and let them kind of guide you a little bit. And they may say, well, we want you to tell us a number, and I'll, I'll usually give like a range, and and yeah. and I'll point to the data because that's really what what sets right. it. Um, and then the, the closing line I've learned the best is you get through all this. So you can, and you can, this is where you read the body language and everything else is like, Hey, so you guys want to get started and see if we can get them to sign. And like that, that's the game plan. It's not anything right. crazy. It's just, uh, it's a formatted plan that works and has a documented result. Yeah. And the key is 72%. And you know, for context, right. For the person listening right now, how many, how many agents do you have now on your team? We have, uh, uh, 21. Okay, so 21 agents on your team. We're going to unpack this also. 21 agents on the team, and then how many of them are listing property versus maybe exclusively working buyers? So we train everyone how to list from day one because mm-hmm. the buyer, the buyer-seller combo gets a little dicey, right? You're bringing in like another agent that comes in, and all of a sudden things get messed up. Yeah. And you know, we, we had we had done that in the past when I was listing properties, and then we'd bring in someone on the buy side. That's a little different because yeah. I'm running yeah. the team, and it's it's more formatted. So right. we're training all our people how to list from the beginning. We have agents that are actually going out and like, I want to list, so mm-hmm. I don't want to work with buyers anymore. So they're, and it all comes that discipline of prospecting and all right. that other stuff. But we've got legitimately four agents right now that are, that are listing at a high level. And some of our new people are coming in and I mean, they're getting listings within their first month or two. How much are they leaning on you, the, you know, the brand name, the, you know, the last name, the performance, the map, the track record, are they doing all that stuff? I mean, that's how we train them because they're going to be a lot stronger with us than they're all going to be on their own. And you know, when, when you say, Hey, our team did this and it's, we like adjust our pronouns. It's our, we like we over me. And like, I'll have people say that. I'm like, I'll stop a meeting and be like, Hey, I don't want to hear my or your it's, we are collective. And when, when people get that and then where they're supporting them and I'll coach them up with like, 
let's look at the comps that they're a little unsure. It's yeah. a five-minute meeting. Our yeah. sales manager does yeah. the same thing. We get them so ready to go for these presentations, they're going in and getting them because... If somebody called you from Nova Scotia, they're mm -hmm. listening to this right now and they're like, but I'm a, I'm a newer agent or I'm a, I'm a veteran agent, but I don't have that kind of track record. I can't show the map of like, I, I, mm -hmm. you're, we've showed your map postcard and it's like, he sold every house on the, <laughs> right? Like twice. Yeah. So, so if they don't have that, I've always said, use your broker, use uh -huh. your team, the, the team, yeah. AKA the company, and then put at the bottom, a team always outperforms an individual. Yep. What would you say to that newer agent or that, that stuck agent that doesn't have the track record, but they want to get more listings and they're losing they might even lose because they don't even have the confidence to make the phone call because they haven't done the work. What do you tell them? That when you start to list, you are going to have a long career in this business. Like this is right. this goes back to like when real estate was invented or whenever this all yeah. started happening. It's the people that have the inventory control the market. And 100%. that's going to give you a lot more freedom. If you want your time back, mm -hmm. you want to have more weekends, you want to have more nights, list more properties. Yeah. It's, it's, and you can right. handle that with a phone call. Like, right. Am I working on the weekend? Sure. But I'm usually making phone calls from my home office and not right. out working with somebody or, or doing calling something a seller else. to go through let's let's go through our offers yeah together, exactly right? yeah like or hey we, we got a bunch of offers coming in let's set a deadline on monday and i'll call you then and like yeah. that way you know you're in communication it's a quick call but you, yeah. you get your time back yeah. you get more freedom so they i think they know that what about um tell me if you were okay you're leaving tomorrow and you're moving to naples and you're not going to work with Byron and his buddies and, yeah. and anybody else we know, right? Like so many great agents down there, Fort Myers, et cetera. And you're going brand new. How do you utilize your company to win more listings? Well, it's, it's the same thing, right? You see what the company's doing. So you work mm -hmm. for XYZ company. Yep. Hey, uh, so hey, hey, Mr. Broker or Mr. Yeah. Mrs. Broker, can you give me a list of all the homes you sold last year? Yeah. And then you make your own Google map with the company and co-brand it with you. Right. That's, what, that's what they're there for. Right. I mean, we co-brand everything with our team now where... It's never my picture on there. It's yeah. the team member. They're hosting an open house. They're doing this. Right. They're doing that. And we do that for all their marketing pieces as well. Yeah. So it's the same thing. I mean, it, it just leverage the team. And if there's not a lot of sales, make the photos bigger, right? Make the pins bigger. You've told me this before. So <laughs> it's one of my favorite lines. Yeah, it, if you only sold five houses, just make the bubbles bigger, make the photos bigger, right? Yep. Okay. So that's good. Um, what kind of objections do you get the most? Is it, is it always fees? Is it you're in that competitive situation and they just feel like the market's so hot, I should just go with Phyllis? I don't know who Phyllis is, but just Phyllis must be in Philadelphia. That, that may be what it is. Besides, besides fees, what are the biggest objections you get? So are you going to have enough time to work with me? Big objection. Oh, uh, yeah. All the, the top whole, producers the hear this. Thing. Yep. yep. Um, and, you know, that, 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 that's a big one. And mm -hmm. it's a legitimate concern. I mean, right. objections are really just questions right. more so. So, hey, great, great reframe, by the way. Well, Objections are just questions. I'm just trying to understand. Well, they're right? trying. They're thinking about working with you right. and they want to get everything squared away. Right. So, you know, that, that's that's a big one that I've seen probably more often than, than anything else. And it's, hey, I got to make a distinction. You know, when you're going like you're at your doctor's office and they're like, I'm going to recommend you do this. You don't go. OK, you're like, well, well, what about this and that and this? Are those objections? No, I mean, I I'm guess. Yeah. I mean, or, or am I just trying to figure out, like, is this the right move for me? Great reframe. I just wanted to stop and just you know, say that. So Tom, yeah, my concern is just like, you're really busy. We see you selling a lot of houses. I just, I get a little nervous. I don't want to be, someone told me that I'm going to be handed off to like an assistant. So you're not going to be handed off to an assistant. Our assistants will be assisting in the process. That's what they're there for. And let me ask you this, Tom. Mm -hmm. So you go to the doctor, right? Mm -hmm. You got to get surgery. Do you want to go to the guy who's doing it every day and has it down to a science? Or do you want maybe the person that's doing it twice a year? I'm going with the one that's doing it every day. Yeah. Yeah. And this yeah. is your biggest asset, right? Yeah. You want the same level of expertise there or you want a rookie? 
Do you actually say that to people? I, yeah. Is that just a Philly thing? No, I mean, at that point, there, <laughs> yeah. there, there is nothing to lose. And if right. you, like, this is when you have to close. And, and yeah. it, look, it's you talk about confidence, right? Yeah. It takes some confidence to be able to say this stuff. Right. And like the first time I said it, I was, I was like, oh my god, is this gonna like what's gonna happen here? Yeah. And then they gonna punch me. And then it works, right? Right. And then, okay, now I can say it again. But that's right. where the role play is yeah. important because your role play should be harder than the actual calls. Yeah. 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 All right. So, so, all right, Tom, I, I, I appreciate that. I, that. That was actually kind of a funny line. I'm being the seller again. But, man, I'm looking down at that, that commission number and I'm thinking to myself, this house is going to sell in two seconds, man. We have a beautiful house, beautiful name. I've, I've like, you know how many agents have written like these little notes to me yep. telling me they've got a buyer for the house and, you know, and that kind of stopped though recently. HUD rules, pay attention, right? So, right, pay attention, everybody. HUD rules, pay attention. Um, but I was getting all these letters and like all these people telling me that, you know, my house would sell in two seconds and I appreciate your marketing, but I just feel like this thing's going to sell. So that fee, knowing the speed of this, just feels a little unreasonable for me. I, I hear you, Tom, and, and it's really easy to leave money on the table right now. In a market like this, this is a mistake that a lot of sellers make. Mm -hmm. They take the first fast offer. They don't have a launch plan. Most agents, all they do is they put a sign up, they put it on the internet, and they wait for somebody to show up. Yeah. We have this documented pre-launch plan that we use where there's a run-up, so instead mm -hmm. of just popping up on the MLS and the buyers come and you, you cross your fingers, we're marketing to buyers before your home comes on the market. I want a line out the door mm -hmm. at the open house on Sunday. Yeah. We're going to have them compete for your home. And as I showed you in our sales results here, we get 8% more than the competition for our listings. So yeah, the fee's a little higher, but you're going to net more and that's what you want, right? I mean, I, I mean, can, can you give me just like a little break, man? Come on. I'm a negotiator full time. This is what I do for a living. Like, I, mean, I just, you know, like, can we split it? I mean, is there something we can do? So I appreciate the question and mm -hmm. I, I get you're a negotiator. I am too. Yeah. So how would you think I handle when I'm negotiating on your behalf if I can't even protect my own fee? So I know that line, right? Do you actually say that? Yes. To yes. And how do they respond? Some people say, okay. Yeah. Others, they give you a little bit of a hard time. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to, and we, we've talked about this. Like yeah. I am pro deal, right? Like right. I want right. the listing yeah. and I know gonna, I'm not going to walk that. away from $25,000 over like a thousand dollars. Yeah. Like and, 2, and 000 or 5,000. That's a mistake. Some agents make that they, yeah. they take so much pride in that. And when you approach your businesses, I'm getting two more sales from this listing. Right. I want the listing anyway. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta look at the bigger picture. So I'm, yeah. uh, but yes, we do say these things and yes. You don't know if they're going to work unless you try. I mean, right. if you just roll over every time, then right. guess what's going to happen? The next time you have an easier objection come up, you're going to lose money because your skills aren't sharp. Yeah. So if we go back to the very beginning of this conversation, we're talking about basically like the, the transition was 9 to 11. Mm -hmm. making, making that appointment every single day, being listing focus versus buyer focus, which is it's so funny. Like every seminar, Tristan, I mean, we've done 74 seminars this year as I'm sitting here inside the office with you, like 74, Zoom, you know, Zoom yeah, seminars. Yeah, yeah. Every single one of them, I have a point where I say, you have to make a decision. If you're complaining about no inventory, what are you going to do about it? Complaining is not a strategy. Calling your past clients and spheres is a strategy. Working at Geographic Farm is a strategy. Doing any lead pillar is a strategy, but you've got to have that focus on get more listings. Well, in kind of closing here, we didn't really get to the team stuff. Right, you know, sake sake of time, right? Maybe we'll we'll, we'll do a second. Oh wow, podcast. look at that! Second, I'll, I'll, I'll return the email this time. That was my bad. I, <laughs> I, I I went home, looked that up, and told you. So that that is on me. So so, what do you say? What do you say to that person, kind of in closing, like to help them get over this this mindset, which it's not going to stop for a while. There's no, there's nothing in the data that says 
we're, we're going to suddenly have a massive surge of inventory and there'll be no buyers. It's the absolute opposite. Yeah. What do you say to that person that's struggling? Like they're listening and they want to do it, man, but it's just like, dude, in my market or dude, my situation or when, you know, my, I was four, my parents didn't give me a pony. That's why I can't make the phone calls. Like all kidding aside, like coach that person a little bit. So you got two choices, right? You can keep losing out in multiple offer situations with the buyers you have right. and cross your fingers and hope it gets accepted. Or you can be the one fielding those offers right. and saying, hey, we're going to review everything on Monday and go hang out with your family on Sunday or go do something else. Do something, maybe go on another listing appointment, maybe do some prospecting, whatever, right. instead of running to place after place after place and having your clients lose four, five, six times, they yeah. get ticked off at you and then they go hire somebody else. Yeah. So this is a decision you've got to make and you got to say yes to yourself first, because when you do that, like, I mean, look, my wife's here. Like this is like when I made that decision, things got easier and it was, you know, it was not easy when we, when I was working with buyers and doing all this stuff, right. it was hard and it takes a toll on you. I mean, 20 years is a long time to be doing anything. And mm -hmm. I've seen what happens when you don't make that commitment. And yeah. so it's, you can keep losing out on multiple offer situations or you can be the one fielding them. Yep. What side do you want to be on? Right. I it's mean, just, I, I don't even know what else to say. Like it's, it's a fundamental, it's, just, it's a fundamental truth. Everybody knows it. List to last, all those cliches. All of that is true. Inventory always, like if you are in control of the inventory, you solve everything. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I said one last question, but I'm gonna ask you one, one, one last question. On the flip side, what are you teaching your agents to do to get their offers accepted? So we have- Give us like the hacks. Yeah, um, we have a, so we had a coaching call about this with them. Um, yeah. Know all the data, right? Like all mm -hmm. the, like you gotta understand the economy so you can preempt or frame, hey, this is gonna be really competitive. You guys gotta know what's up and yeah. here's what's going on in the economy. So the millennial home buyer data, inventory, rates. Yep. Yep. Pennsylvania, we got a lot of pent up demand because things were shut down. That's mm -hmm. maybe unique to your state, right? Yep. So understand that first, be the knowledge broker, because if you can communicate that effectively, then, and you're using third party sources, because they're gonna look at you, you being the agent, this guy just wants to sell another house. Yeah. But when the MLS data is telling us that, or the Mortgage Bankers Association or NAR, all of a sudden it's, it's data and they're facts. Yep. That's number one, understand the economy and, and get what's going on. Mm -hmm. Then you, we broke down the seven different ways we can sweeten offers. Mm -hmm. And one of them is, uh, and, and again, every state's different. So price is one way to compete, right? Yep. You might have an appraisal issue there. Mm -hmm. So you have to be aware of that. Making up the difference in an appraisal shortfall. That's a term in the contract we see a lot of. Waiving inspections, right? Yep. Hey, we tell people, if you get the chance to have a home inspection, you're really lucky right now. Like that's a yeah. big deal. Yeah. Um, I think the data was 20% of homes that sold last year had a waived inspection. That's higher than ever. I and mean, that's right. a big deal. Um, right. So waiving inspections, putting all your deposit money up front, mm -hmm. be willing to pay the seller's transfer tax because yeah. then they net more. Yep. And again, every state's different, I, yeah. I, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. but we split it in Pennsylvania. Um, being willing to um, let them have a post-settlement possession or mm -hmm. give them whatever settlement date they want. Yep. We've had some people say, hey, we'll pay your movers. Well, like, right. I mean, they're, they're just doing anything they can to help the seller out. And as an agent, there's some things you want to do strategically. Be nice to the listing agent. Oh Don't be a Thank jerk. You. That was like the number one thing I was, that's the number one thing and I say to people. Like, you gotta the, be nice. Follow the offer instructions. Clean, beautiful, yes. simple, well-articulated offer. Yeah, and, and call the agent before you submit the offer yep. and say, hey, what's the seller looking for here? How can I get my, my this accepted? Yeah. Some people say, well, I can't tell you that. Yeah. A lot of people will tell you what the seller wants. Yeah. My view as a listing agent is I want exactly what the seller wants, so we're right. going to share that with them. Right. And we give very clear instructions. So literally, be nice, follow the instructions, yep. and write a really clean offer, and call the listing agent and get some information. Don't just write the offer and send it over without any communication, which yeah. happens all the time. Right.
Right. I was doing it. First of all, that was spot on, super valuable for people. I was doing a, uh, a training a couple of days ago and before the training actually happened, like I get a note from the client saying, Hey, could you also cover that redheaded coach gal? It's, it's Alicia Essen. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I text Alicia. I'm like, Hey, I need that one little thing. She's like, Oh yeah, here it is. It's the ladder up strategy. Have you mm-hmm. heard that on price? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, Tom and Bridget, are you guys willing to lose this house at $515,000 to another person? And what she's doing is just getting them 515, 520, 525, 530 until the buyer says, at that price, I'm okay if another buyer gets it. Yeah. That technique has helped a lot of people get their offers accepted. But you gotta be nice first. You gotta write a clean offer, laddering up and making sure they get to the highest possible price, recognizing the appraisal thing, which I love it. That's like the number two thing for you guys. That was awesome. What else are you doing to get, what else are you doing besides maybe like the laddering up on pricing to get people to write good offers? So we'll- and Price we, wise. We'll be we asking a question like, hey, how would you feel if you lost this home over a couple thousand bucks? Yeah. And like, they'll, like their mouth will drop and they're like, oh, I wouldn't feel so good. So let's do the right thing here. Yeah. And let's put our best foot forward because we only right. might get one shot here. And right. if you're going to be upset that you lose the home, but I would have gone to X, right now the best deal a buyer can get is getting the house. Right. Period. And, right. But if you give them the data up front and let them know the market conditions and tell them like, hey, are, is this the market for you? Some mm-hmm. people may not be ready to buy a house right now. Right. And that's where it comes down to like the motivation, which is ultimately you got to have yeah. motivated clients. You got to know what the, what, what the reason is behind their move. Yeah. Love it. All right. So closing, closing, closing thoughts. Anything you want to say to the community? Anything you want to say? By the way, where do they follow you on Instagram, Facebook? Probably Instagram. Just your name, I'm yeah. guessing. At TomTool3RD for the third, because there's many of us. It's actually yes. four. Um, yes. But oh, well, yeah, four now. Um, yes. So yeah, that's about Instagram's best place to follow me. And um, I, I, you know, I, I think the, the whole, all the stuff we talked about here, Super easy to implement. I mean, yeah. I don't think anything here is, you've heard this it's before. Science, right? It's not rocket science. I'm not the smartest guy. I'm one of the best implementers. And I will, Bingo. I will, you know, I'm not going to try to reinvent the wheel. I'm just going to do what works. So yeah. be coachable, I think is the best advice. Because when you're coachable and you follow people that know what they're doing, you're going to see massive changes in your business. I don't think it's anything more complicated than that. Yeah, love it, man. So appreciative of you. I was saying, you know, we have so many funny moments in the, sort of our journey together. But as I said to you even last night, I'm just super proud of you, man. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for sharing. Follow him on Instagram at Tom Tool T O O L E, the third. Three, yeah, it's three R D. Three R D. Yeah. Uh, and and obviously, like if you're an agent, I would also check out some of his content because he puts out a lot of good content, agent facing, right? So around the world, we're seeing like you know a lot of our clients are now doing this as a nice give back strategy, and it is a great recruiting strategy for people that and referrals, agent yeah. agent, all that good stuff. So killer. All right. We got to bounce into our next meetings, but thank you guys so much for watching. As always, leave a comment. Thank you so much for just being on this journey with me. And uh, hey, if you haven't written some comment about it, liked it, done all that kind of stuff, I'd love for you to do that as well. All right. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys soon. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.